0: there's something that we want every person in our church and everyone who, who joins us online we want people to understand this you can trust God in each of those slides that the kids uh, did a, did a we read about that you saw up on the screen every character in the Bible at some point in their journey in some point of their life they had to come to a place where they get to choose to trust God or not and one of the central themes of the Bible is that Trust is that, just that, trust in the Lord. Now, it's all very well for us to say, oh, you know, just trust in God's goodness, trust in his ability, because he'll help. But you know what, the outworking of that trust, that's a whole different thing. That, 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 takes, that takes some skin in the game, that takes some, some actual intentionality. And that's why we asked June and Joshua to share these testimonies Because we wanted you to understand that the real life situations and all of those, you can trust God. Yesterday, I had the incredible honor of taking a wedding. And the groom in that wedding, his mom and dad live in Colombia, in South America. And um, for them to come from Colombia to New Zealand, they had to get a visitor's visa. And when the borders of New Zealand opened, a tsunami of visitor visa applications landed on the immigration Of New Zealand's desk to the point that two weeks ago Immigration New Zealand was five months behind in working through all those visa visa applications and so Daniel and Kimberly uh, went to the local MP's office and said look this is the situation we're getting married we'd like Daniel's mum and dad to come out and uh, and the um, MP's the MP was in Wellington but his assistant went you know, kind of like no chance to fat chance. Uh, anyway, he rang me. The MP's assistant rang me. He goes, "You know, everyone's got a story, and this young couple have come to me, and it's a pretty, pretty compelling story." And I said, "Well, I can tell you that I know them both, and yes, indeed, they are getting married, and I know that because I'm marrying them." And so he was like, "That's exactly what I needed to hear." He sent me an email. I filled it in. In the meantime, there were people everywhere praying, "God, make this happen! Make this happen!" That night. Daniel and Kimberly got uh, got an email from the MP's office saying your mum and dad are coming. Five months backlog, and in one day the door is opened. You can trust God. You can trust God. The message version uh, by the message translation of the Bible. The memory verse that we did today, Proverbs chapter three verse five. I'm going to add verse six to it. This is from the the message translation. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own listen for God's voice in everything you do everywhere you go he's the one who'll keep you on track you know when it comes to trust we quite often we use this phrase when when things just don't seem to work we go you know I've lost my trust in that situation or I've lost my trust in that person actually you know what we actually don't lose trust we actually choose not to trust Trust doesn't disappear, we just choose not to. And we even do that with God. You know, as children, children trust fully, they trust completely, they trust perfectly. But as we get older, that choice to trust seems to get harder and harder. Here's the thing, This fun fact. The word trust, or the, the encouragement to trust God, is spoken of over 150 times in the Bible. You know, once or twice, or maybe even three times, we can go, oh yeah, that's a nice verse. Oh, yeah, that's But 150 times? I think, I think God wants us to listen, eh? In the Bible, when people trusted God, they experienced His best. And when they didn't trust God, but they trusted in themselves or in other things, they didn't experience God's best. In Jeremiah chapter 17, it says this, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him, And they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in the year of drought, and it never fails to bear fruit. You know, in that picture, you are the tree, and the stream or the river is God's goodness. And when we sink our roots into the goodness of God, when we grow because of the nourishment that comes from God, then even when the year is tough and dry, we can be green. The fruit that God puts in our lives, the gifts can still operate because we are, we are drawing from a deep well. We are drawing from a deep well that's in God. So how do we actually, how do, we actually do this? I want to give you a few ways that we can learn to trust God in our everyday lives, because it's really quick for us. You know, when it's when when it's all falling apart, it's like God, God, and we kind of we we kind of pray with this lot. It's like a lotto prayer. It's like, God, I'm gonna grab some numbers and I hope I win. God, I'm gonna pray to you and I hope you answer. But actually, every account that I've read, read in the Bible, when people have fully put their trust in God, He comes through. He comes through. Now it may not be exactly how we're expecting. It may not not look exactly like exactly what we've asked, but you gotta know that when God answers, it's the best answer for that situation. So here's a couple of things, real real quick, real easy, on how do we trust God in our everyday? How do we make that possible? Here's the first thing. I'm just I'm gonna get this gonna come up on the screen. The first clue is this declutter. Go through the activities of your day. Pray and ask God, where should I spend more time or less time? You senior students, I know you groan and you moan when your teachers ask for your cell phones at the beginning of class. But guess what? They're helping you declutter. They don't want your day cluttered with phones and texts and emails and social media and WhatsApp and Snapchat and this, that, and what that. They want your day to be decluttered because they want you to be focused. Guess what? That's what we need to do with God. Let's declutter our day. How about this one? Put some work into your relationship with God. You know, I, I saw this really cool thing last night when I was just reading through my notes and I was just doing a little bit of research. You've often heard this, this phrase You don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Guess what? You don't. But guess what? You don't have to go home to be married. do I need to go any further? (laughs) Let's put some work into our relationship with God and with each other. Spend spend some time each day reading the Bible and praying. Invite God, include God in every single part of your day. Talk to him about any part of your day, not just the tough parts, but the fun parts. That line in that song that we sang, open up my eyes and wonder, I tell you what, I'm... Okay, I turned 57 this year, my brain tells me I'm 35, but after a day splitting wood, the next day, my body tells me I'm 80. (laughs) But you know what, even at 57, I want God to blow my mind every single day. I really do. Go out at night when it's cloudless and still and just look up and go, oh my goodness, Let God blow your mind. Go out and even stand at a river and see if you can spot a trout. Just even the simple things. Build your relationship with God. And in that building, you'll be able to trust Him. Here's another one. Rest in God. The Bible teaches us about the Sabbath. This is one day a week that God gives us where we can stop. Now, this might be a little bit more difficult for adults, especially if both mom and dad are working. But can we trust God with our business? June just gave us a testimony about she, she trusted God with her finance. Now, she put money in and she didn't get a lot of money back, but she got lots of provision. Didn't look exactly the same, but the provision came. Josh was stuck down the beach. Praise God, the tide was going out. But he felt God say, do this and do this. And what happened was his trust in God and the physics that he'd learned at school. So, it, Mr. Adamson, it went in. <laughs> Were you, did you teach Josh physics? You didn't, okay. All right. <laughs> Wherever you learned physics at work, Josh. But you know, God, how, how cool is God? Students, listen to this. God can use what you learn at school. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? And they got the bike out. How amazing. Remove a bit of noise from your day. Is the world going to stop spinning if you turn your phone off? i'll just leave that one there (laughs) for us to have a fulfilled life the best thing we can do is trust god and his word his word says he has plans for us if we pursue god and look for the plans that he has for us if we discover that god planned purpose if we give ourselves fully to it trusting that god only has the best for us then we will live a blessed life Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says this, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. You know what? Being called according to His purpose enables us to trust God. Why? Because the call is based on God's will. He doesn't call you into something He doesn't want you to do. And if we ask God to reveal His purpose, once we discover that, and begin to walk in and fulfill the plan that God has for us, you know what? We'll be blessed. Why? Because His plans already carry a blessing. His plans for you are already blessed. So you can trust God that when you step into what He's calling you to do, He's with you. I I read this in one paragraph the other day. It says this, The Lord is my boss. He gives me reviews, promotions, and demotions. He he provides my benefit plan and my health insurance. He can transfer me, change my responsibilities, develop all my goals and objectives. I report to him alone. While my tasks may change, my essential job does not. I'm instructed to do his work and and be his hands and feet in whatever position he assigns me. How cool is that? That's a great job description. I like that. I might put it on my contract. You know, as Christians... We know how our time and t- we, we know how to use our time and talent when we trust God, and how much peace we can have in that. God tells us it's a peace beyond our human ability to understand, and when we trust God, He will release His power over us. On last scripture: Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven. Don't worry about anything; instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need, and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus.